Welcome to the Hope Unlimited Church podcast. We are so honored to connect with you, and we pray that you will be encouraged and inspired by this week's message. Well, we are going to start in Genesis, taken all the way to the back. If you're in anything else, you've gone too far. So Genesis 1-3, basic one. God said, let there be light, and there was light. Amen. Deep, right? Very, very deep. <laughs> anyway, so it's, that is a very significant thing to me because God spoke and created the world around him. God spoke and created our reality with his words. So Genesis 1.26 says, let us make them in our image and our likeness. The word likeness there means our representation. We were created to be the representatives of God on the earth. Our DNA is his DNA. His powers, some of his powers we have in our lives. And I believe the one power that is this most significant in our walk with God and most significant in our lives is the power of our words. God spoke to chaos in a void and created life, an abundant life. God created everything around us. And this is more than just a story of God telling us how he created the earth. This is God telling us how we're supposed to create the worlds around us. This is God telling us how we're supposed to create our lives around us by speaking to them. Proverbs 18.21 says, death and life are in the power of the tongue. We have the power to create life or bring death to a situation based on how we speak to it. The offering declarations that we have. Every morning we're speaking to our finances and declaring that we are blessed and we prosper because there's power in the words. People walk around all day saying, you know, I, I just, we don't have any money. You know, I was born into poverty. I was born, you know, my parents never had money. I'll never have money. It's just, it's just my lot in life because that is what they speak. That is what they will reap. The word says you have power of life and death. You have the power with your tongue. So we declare life in our lives because that's what God did. God spoke and there was light. So now, how do we keep those words right? That, that has been the thing that's just been resonating on the inside of me is, God, how do I keep my mouth right? How do I keep my mind right? How do I keep my life right? And I believe part of that answer is in Matthew 12 and verse 34. Give me an amen when you get there. All right, we're getting there. Amen. Hallelujah. So Jesus is very gentle. He's talking to the Pharisees right now. Oh, generation of vipers. Yeah, he's nice. Oh, generation of vipers. How can ye be, being evil, speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. A good man out of the good treasure of the heart brings forth good things, and an evil man out of the evil treasure brings forth evil things. But I say unto you that every idle word that man shall speak, they shall give account thereof in the day of judgment. For by the words thou art justified, and by the words thou shalt be condemned. I want to bring attention to out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. What Jesus is saying there is that what you believe in your heart, that's what you're going to speak over situation. That, that whenever your heart is so full of just, just nastiness, whenever your heart is so full of these lies of the enemy, 
That, that's the only thing that can come out of your mouth. That's the only thing that you can declare over your life. That you can't speak life over yourself if you don't have life in your heart. The only thing you can speak over yourself is death because out of the abundance of your heart, the mouth speaks. So we have to keep our hearts right in order to keep our world right. We have to keep our hearts right in order to keep our mouth right because our mouth holds the power to shape and form our worlds. Now you're asking me, Brandon, how do I keep my heart right? Well, I think Paul touches on that. 2 Corinthians uh, 10.5. Give me one second. Let me know when you get there. Here's a little trick. The reason preachers say, let me know when you get there is because they're not there yet. So they're just taking their time to get there. So 2 Corinthians 10.5 says, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. That word, captivity, means like a prisoner of war. I believe that your mind is the gate to your heart. Your heart is the gate to your mouth, and your mouth is the gate to your world. If you sit there and you think to yourself, God, I can't do this. God, I'm never going to have money. And those lies just keep going across your head. That Paul says, cast down those imaginations. Take into captivity those thoughts that exalt themselves above the knowledge of God. The knowledge of God is the word that he gave you. The knowledge of God is the word that I have given you the power to get wealth. The word of God is that you are blessed and highly favored. The word of God is I hate divorce. The word of God is you will walk in and walk out in prosperity. And any thought that comes against you that is contrary to that word we're supposed to take those thoughts captive because if you don't and you allow them to take root in your mind, slowly they'll start to take root in your heart. And when you let those things take root in your heart, they start to fill it up with just that, those emotions, those emotions of I'll never be enough, those emotions of, of I'll never have money. And then the only thing you can do according to Jesus is speak those words because it's the abundance of your heart. So, so in, today, you know, in today's world, we, just have to, we have so many things flying by us. You can't drive down the free without seeing a sign saying, divorce here. You, know, you can't watch a movie without somebody being in poverty or having sex outside of marriage. In, in today's world, all of these imaginations are constantly, constantly attacking us. And I believe that's the goal of the enemy right now, is to get into your thoughts because that's all he has to do. Because if he can convince you that everything that's going wrong in your life is the enemy... He's got, you, he's got you pinned. Because all he has to do is say, you know, I don't think you're good enough. Just, just a little passing thought. Just, just a little thought. No, nothing significant. And if you just brush it off, it'll keep coming. You're not good enough. I don't know what that was. I just, it's all right. You're not good enough. And if, you don't, if you're not intentional about casting down those imaginations... And if you're not intentional about fighting that war for your mind, taking those thoughts captive like prisoners of war, those ideas will start to take root in your heart. And as soon as they do, that will be the life that you live. That will be your reality because God has given us not only the power of life. They could have stopped there and said, I've given you the power of life in your tongue. But the writer said, I've given you the power of life and death in the tongue because you have to realize that this isn't just a fight for how you think. This isn't a fight for just how you feel. 
This is a fight about the world around you and the things around you. And, and it goes beyond just yourself because what you say also has effect on other people. What you speak over other people has effect on them. So if you have this thought of, well, they don't know what they're doing. You know, not, you know they, they don't know what they're doing. They're not qualified to be up here. And you let those thoughts run amok in your mind. Eventually, they'll start to take root in your heart. And you'll start feeling, they're, they're not qualified. I don't, I don't have to listen to them. They, they, they don't mean anything to me. They aren't worth anything. And then eventually, those words will start spilling out of your mouth. And when they start spilling out of your mouth, not only are you now shaping your world, you're shaping theirs as well. They are now walking under this oppression of feeling like, I, I, I must not be enough. These people are telling me I'm not enough because the abundance of your heart has now spilled out and you're speaking evil things over people. But Jesus says, out of the heart of a good man comes good treasure and he gets a good reward. Out of the heart of an evil man comes an evil treasure and he gets an evil reward. So this morning, I just, I just feel like we're just in a place right now where we just have to start just being intentional about our thoughts and being intentional about our imaginations because it's, it's, it's about more than just you. In your life, your husband's life, in your children's life, if you're looking at them saying, they're never coming back home, you're speaking that over them. You need to realize that, that you've let that lie of the enemy take root in your mind and then take root in your heart, and now they can't come back home because you're telling them that they can't. If you look at your prodigal and say, they're never coming back home. You're never going to come back home. You're shaping that world for them. All they're doing is living up to the expectation that you've set for them. So it's time to start renewing our mind, like Paul says. Renew your mind. Have the word of God hidden in your heart to rebuke the lies of the enemy that come across your mind. Because yes, it's hard. It is hard to sit there, you know, in the middle of the night and those thoughts flying across your mind. But we have power in the tongue. You need to speak to those lies and say, this isn't of God. This isn't what God has said about me. This isn't what God feels about me. This isn't what my wife feels about me. This isn't what my children are going to do. This money isn't the end. You need to think of those, those things that come across your mind and take them captive and hold them like prisoners of war. Because if you don't, you're going to start shaping a world around you that you're going to sit there and wonder, how did I get here? How did, I, how did this happen? God, God, how did you let this happen to me? You're going to look up and say, God, how, how could you let this happen to me? And he's, all he's going to say back is, I gave you the power to do this. We're going to be held account of every idle word. So we, we need to stop blaming the devil for everything. <laughs> Because honestly, the devil doesn't need to do much. All he needs to do is get one thought in your mind and you just need to let it go. We're just, we've, we've cultivated a culture of just letting things go. Just letting these thoughts just go by and thinking nothing of it. But it's time to start looking at those thoughts and it's time to start speaking to those thoughts and saying, you're not of God. I'm taking you captive. You're not going to rule my heart. You're not going to rule my emotions. And most importantly, you're not going to rule my words in my life because that's what this is all about. 
is making sure that we live a life with the word of God hidden in our hearts. Because when the word is hidden in your heart, and when the word is overflowing in your heart, when you look at a situation, all that can come out is the word of God. Because out of the abundance, whenever the word of God is the abundance of your heart, whenever what he has said about you is the word of your heart, that's what's going to come out of your mouth. And that's what's going to shape your world. Do you want your world to look like God wants it to look like? Do you want to prosper in every area? Do you want your marriage to be strong? Do you, oh, hallelujah. You've got to realize that that's what God wants for you too. You've got to start realizing that's not me being selfish. That's what God has said he wants. And whenever you get over these emotions and these just lies that that's not what God wants for your life, you'll realize I can speak this into existence and it's going to happen. It's not hard. I don't have to try. Trust me, it ain't hard to talk. I do it all the time. All right. <laughs> but what are you saying is the question. Are you speaking financial blessing over your life? Are you speaking life over your wife or over your husband? Because those, that's what you're going to see in your life. You're not going to see words on a page ever come to pass. You're never going to see those promises that God has given you come to pass until you start speaking them yourself. Because God has laid out the plan for you. In the first three verses in, God has already told you, I said, let there be light. And there was. And then he goes on to say, I said, let there be heaven and earth. And there was. And then I said, let there be beasts of the field. And there was. I say, let's make man in my likeness. And he was. He's like encouraging us like, hey, guys, look. If you're wondering how this all got here, just, just, just look. If you're wondering how I'm supposed to make my life look what God wants it to look like, I spoke and there was light. It's time to start speaking to those situations. Like with our financial declarations, it's time to start speaking to your money. On more than just a Sunday morning, it's time to get weird with it and march around that checkbook and say, I'm not standing for this anymore. I, I'm not going to live in poverty. My bills are going to be paid on time. I'm going to have more than enough to tithe. I'm going to have more than enough to give offerings that I've never imagined. It's time to look at pictures of your children that are far from home and say, I'm not standing for this anymore. You're coming home. You're going to serve God. You're going to love Jesus. It's time to start looking at your marriage and saying, I'm not standing for this anymore. We're not bickering anymore. There's going to be peace in our house. There's going to be life in our marriage. Amen. But um, hallelujah. Yes, I just, I just feel like God is just wanting us to know we, we can speak to situations and they can change. Yes, it's hard. And yes, it can be time consuming. And yes, it's easy to get discouraged. But that's all the enemy wants is for us to look down after you know, one day of saying my finances are going to be better and then we get another bill in the mail. Because that's when the thoughts come in of, oh, God, it's not working. Okay. I spoke and uh, nothing changed. Okay. But it's, it's in constant, constant intentionality. It's in perfect obedience to his word. 
that we can start living a life where what we're saying is more than just words. It's more than just hot air. It's the abundance of our hearts. You can say things and not mean them. But until you let those, those realities of God, I'm not even calling promises because they're realities. What God has said is your reality. What you're looking at right now is a lie. You may see it in the physical, but you have to realize this is just a lie. This isn't what God has promised me. And you have to start thinking of what God has told you as more than just a promise and more than just words. It's your reality. And when you start realizing that this is my reality, this is what God wants, it starts to fill your heart. And whenever those words are coming out out of the abundance of your heart, there's life in them. And they have power to bring life and power to change your situation and to form the world around you that you've wanted all along. It's got power to form the word that God has promised you. Hallelujah. Ben, you can go ahead and come back up. But um, yes, Jesus, we just thank you for giving us the power of life and death. We thank you for entrusting us with the ability to speak a word and see it come to pass. We thank you that we have the responsibility to, to cast down imaginations and to take thoughts captive, but we thank you that we're not doing it alone. Thank you that you sent your Holy Spirit to help us with it. It's time to start changing your words. It's time to realize that, that having power in the tongue, having power of life and death is not just something that was said in the Bible. It's a truth and a reality of the Bible. Those words are alive and those words are relevant today. And those words are what we need to realize that God has given me the power to do this. He created all of reality, all of the universe, the entire world with his words and then created us in his likeness to represent him. He wants us to realize that if you let the abundance of your heart be full of my word and be full of my promises and those words start spilling out, they're going to create life around you and everybody in your life. That annoying coworker that you have, speak life over them. I know it's frustrating. I have one. <laughs> you got to, I mean, we're just being honest. You got to speak life over those people because they're, they will only ever be what you tell them they are. Over your children, over your wife, over your husband, they will only ever be what you tell them that they are. Amen. All right, stand to your feet. We're just going to pray. We're just going to worship Jesus a little bit longer. Hallelujah. God, we lift you up in this place. We say that you are good, God. God, we thank you that we have the power to change our worlds and to change our situations simply with our words. God, I thank you that it's not hard to do this. You didn't make it this trivial thing where we have to spin around four times and go to the river and get baptized 12 times. All we have to do is speak to a situation and it'll change. All we have to do is just keep our minds right.
just keep thoughts captive. Keep our hearts pure and everything around us can change in a moment. Thank you for listening to this week's message. If you enjoyed this podcast and would like to give, please visit hopeunlimited.church slash give. To stay connected, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Hope Unlimited Church.